This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. Our podcast on a Thursday. We wrap up the podcast week. And by the way, I did not forget, Al. How are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, milk bones tomorrow. Oh, right. Milk bones. I was going to try one of those. So yesterday what happened was I just was out and about all afternoon mm-hmm. and never really had a chance to go to the store. When I got home from baseball practice at about 7.30, when I looked at Twitter for the first time uh, after leaving here, maybe the second time, I saw someone had asked me if I remembered to go. And I said, ah, damn it. I and, wrote myself a note today. And chocolate crickets, I believe, you were also Correct. getting. There's or grasshoppers. One vi- there's one vitamin shop that I believe has them. So I will make the trip today. But are they real crickets? It's not like cricket dust, is it? No, I'm not getting a cricket dust. I'm like trying I want to an get actual the chocolate-covered in- crickets. Right. So the idea is for you to have a little, I won't call it a buffet, as you like to say, right. but a little small healthy meal. Okay. So I'm going to try and do that for tomorrow. I and the guys will have no it. idea what the hell's going on. Right. So I'm going to pull the clip from yesterday's podcast yes. to set it up. You're going to have to explain that to them. And then I'll put them. the plate out for you, and you can come in here and do okay. it. Okay. Fair is that enough, good? Jerry. Fair enough, fair enough, fair right. enough. I'm going to make sure I go now. All that. right. Uh, Jerry, I have here, What uh, when you ha- get a car now... Like, it used to be a very big deal to get a car to 100,000 miles. Not anymore. Not anymore, no. right? What about 200,000 miles? I would think now the number's 250. Because I will tell you, I have some statistics here okay. about the percentage of cars that hit 200,000 miles. Okay. And it's quite small. Really? Yes. Interesting. I would have thought 250 now is probably... Well, what model cars are we talking about? They're just saying in cars in general. So a percentage of cars on the road that are 200,000 miles or more. 6%. 1.3%. Is that all? Yeah. Okay. Personally, I would have thought 10%. When you said it was smaller than that, that's why I went 6%. All right. Now... Of those cars that are over 200,000 miles, there are particular brands that have have a... um, foothold on on those toyota i have top 10 here uh i do have well, one two three four to- toyotas in the top 10 yep. they're the leader there i figured they have four in the top 10 the sequoia really yeah wow, that's a big truck too yeah the forerunner another big truck the avalon okay and the tacoma and that's a pickup truck yeah those are the top four toyotas with two hundred thousand plus mileage yes Wow. They're, they're, Not the Corolla or the Prius. No. Or, that's interesting. There are two Hondas on the list. 
the Honda CRV. Incorrect. The Honda Accord. Honda Accord. And the Honda Fit. Well, the Fit's not been around long exactly. enough, so no, that wouldn't count. Um, It'll surprise you. The Honda Odyssey, that which like a, I believe is like the a, minivan. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. that doesn't surprise me because people will drive those into the ground. The top uh, car on the list, uh, the highest oh. percentage of uh, mileage of 200,000 or more, the highest average. Am I saying that correctly? Yeah, I would so, say so. Uh, of all the cars... With 200,000 miles on it, hmm. the most popular one is? I'm going to say either the... Do, 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 do. I don't know. That's a good one. I'd say the Chevy Cruze, but that's not around long no, enough, yeah. so I won't say that. These are, oh, as you pointed out, most of these are huge cars. The Ford Expedition, number Get one. Get out. Yeah. Number three on the list, the Chevy Suburban. Again, I would think small car, good yeah. fuel efficiency. Right. That's you what just I would drive think. it longer. Wow, the Chevy Suburban. I've well, got a hundred and um, almost one hundred and twenty thousand on my car. I wonder how much you push that though, because things do have to start going wrong with they it. They can, and then I, they affect your commute and that sort of thing. They could. I mean, I think it depends on the car, who's had the car, how much you've taken care of the car. This is your car. Right, I know you everything it that's brand new. Right, I would think you get two hundred thousand easy out of your car. Really? Oh, easy, absolutely. That's a new model. That was what a twenty thirteen. Yes. There is no reason that your your Nissan does not go two hundred thousand miles running well, especially if you take care of it with. I I always tell you, I think the whole thing of a oil change every three thousand miles is a farce. But if you change the oil every five or six thousand miles, and you do your brakes and you do the right maintenance on your car. 200,000 easy. Absolutely. Hmm. All right, Jerry. I'm going to hold you to that. And if I have any car troubles between now and 200,000, I'm going to probably pin that on you. Well, what kind of car troubles are you talking well, about? Like I mean, I there need are maintenance spark plugs or something. Uh, they're, they're like $20. Oh, why? Well, someone's got to put those in. Son of a bitch. They're probably very expensive to put in. Do it yourself. Uh, I don't know how to do that. I changed spark plugs one time on a Honda Civic I had. How'd Me that and go? my dad did it. Did it actually? Oh, so you didnn't do it. Your dad did it. I held so call the, your dad. You said he doesn't have anything to do these days. I He's held, retired. I held the flashlight. All right. So you did it in the dark? No, but you still have to hold every, t you know, we did it Fair in the enough. garage. So make sure your dad well, comes over and change your spark plugs. Now he's like 73 years old. So I don't what know does that he mean? Wants he's to be dead? No, but he ain't changing his own spark plugs have anymore. Have you gone to like a private mechanic? A lot of these guys, they work when they're 50, 60, 70. They like doing what they're doing. All right. Let's go, Dad. Come on now. I think he's watching the History Channel is what he likes. We'll get he him likes, off the TV. Let's go. Do. Uh, here's something, Jerry. What you A new survey, what you should be paying your babysitter in the year 2017. This is a great question. Yes, because you are you have children, correct? I do have children. You have two of them, I believe. Uh, I do have two of them. Now, who would babysit for you well, when you needed one? So interesting. Would you ever go stranger? Never have. Recommended stranger? Ha I have never have once done that because we are very lucky uh, in that we have in-laws that are always willing to watch them. That said, we have been in a transitional period over the last, I would say, 12 months. With the in-laws? No, with my oldest. Oh. Who is now 12 and a half. Hmm. So last year, really mid-summer, we started giving him the... Because he's very... He really is. He's very mature for his age. He's got a beard. He's, and he's a good kid. You gonna mock my kid? You think that's funny? Not funny. I'm gonna edit that out. Uh, what is that, Jerry? No, you're not gonna edit that out. I know you're not. 
you bald ass son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, I got it. So he's mature. Next topic. Not physically mature. He's a no. He's he's a very mature kid. He mature. did a lot of responsibility, and he's a good kid. And so we gave him, I would say, forty five minutes here, an hour there last year. And by the end of the summer, we let him watch the little guy for about two hours. So this year, and, been, and, and around our house too, there's people that we know. So if there's ever an issue, he knows where to go. And cell phones nowadays. Yeah. Uh, and the video thing. As a matter of fact, last year, the first time we left them alone for about an hour and a half. Um, it was right before I was leaving here. And so video chatted with him just to make sure everything was good. All good. This year, he's now 12 and a half going on 13, which when I look into how old do you start letting kids babysit or do you hire a babysitter, is, is a, there's a question between 11 and 14. 11 to me is young. 13 seems right. 12 is kind of on the border. That's my opinion. So this year he's, he's watching the little guy for a couple of hours here. Not at night, really, but during the day or on the weekend. If I want to run to the store, they don't want to come with me. They're good being home. So what do you pay them? Yeah, what do you think? I've never had to pay someone. I would say now. What do you say? Let's go uh, New York. In New York, what do you think is? $100 an hour. No, no, it's very reasonable, Uh, I think. 20 bucks an hour. $15 an hour. Okay. So can I get away with less than the suburbs? Um, it doesn't seem to be that way. Oh. You can get away with a little less in the middle of America. Okay. But it seems like... Also, on t- with the hourly rate, then you tip on top of that. I don't get that. Tip on top of what? Are <laughs> the you paying a corporation rate. or are you paying a 15-year-old kid? 15-year-old kid. So who am I tipping? Well, the same kid. No. Right. I don't. I, that makes no sense to me. I really also doesn't. round up. Like if I if I needed a babysitter kid. For two hours and 15 minutes, I wouldn't feel like I owed them that 15 minutes. I'd be like, that's part of the, I'll just pay you to watch my kid. Nice yeah, round numbers. Here's $20. Here's I $30. I totally agree. I don't, I don't get that on any level. I don't. I don't understand the ones like, because I've seen they even have apps in a company that does this where it's like you can pick out a babysitter yeah. on an app. No chance. No one who's There's doing no that. no chance I'm doing that. And it's Me very neither. popular, by the way. Very oh, popular here in Manhattan, too, which is even less of a chance that I would do it. Yeah. Have a stranger watching your kid? Honey, babysitter coming over? Yep. Who's coming over? Uh, John V. Who's that? I don't know. I got him on babysitter.com. Yeah, he's got great references. I'm sure they're real. Seriously. Hmm. How'd you vet him? I I don't know. Yeah, I didn't. He had four stars out of of five. I didn't vet him at all, as a matter of fact. Uh, Jerry, a woman in uh, Scotland, well, actually a Twitter guy in Scotland, uh, photographed this woman in Scotland. All right, so two this, people in Scotland. So Got this it. news comes from a Twitter user in Scotland who tweeted out a video of a woman on the street of Scotland attempting to administer CPR. In Scotland. In Scotland. CPR to a pigeon. That's also from Scotland. Yes. She was breathing into the pigeon's mouth and doing chest compressions on the pigeon. That's dedication right there. He died. The guy or the pigeon? The pigeon passed. The pigeon died? Mm-hmm. Did the woman cry? Uh, the woman was upset. She was upset, yeah. Then another Twitter user photographed the dead pigeon being eaten by a seagull. That sucks. Boy, that is the circle of life. That is a cruel world, isn't it? <laughs> he I was mean, almost saved. The carcass isn't even cold yet. He well, went from maybe, maybe, maybe. Oh, so sorry. <laughs> Would have been one of the first pigeons probably ever saved via CPR. Now, we talked about yesterday on the podcast. Yes. We discussed uh, the poop mouth for the. What does uh, that mean now? 
Well, dogs. They oh, have when dogs eat matter. their own poop. Because and they then eat their they own kiss poop you. in certain cases. Or they lick themselves. And right. And there are people that like to lick their dogs. Or they get licked or by their stomach. dogs. Or they get licked by the dogs. Now, this woman did CPR on this pigeon. Mm-hmm. What kind of crap? What do you think? There was worm feces? Oh, definitely. In the pigeon's mouth? And the yes. Beak? Is there a beak on a pigeon? I believe they have a beak, yeah. Got to be something, right? They have a beak. And so she tried blowing the pigeon. Into his mouth, yes. Right. With... Worm fecal matter. Yes. She did not care. Would you do that? I would not. I feel like there's certain animals that, I'm going to, this is going to sound cruel, that you don't resuscitate. A pigeon would be one of them. Squirrel. Let it, let it go. Well, let me ask you this. You just said some animals. Yeah. Name me an animal you would resuscitate. A dog. Family dog. How so? How but, would you resuscitate? By mouth breathing, to mouth? Yeah. You would. I think I would, yes. My dog was dying and I knew that. I would give it a shot, CPR, a dog, and compressions on his little dog heart while I was breathing in. How about that? Now, you're a CPR guy, right? Because you're around uh, kids. Uh, I took a CPR class three years ago, and ironically enough, I just signed up the other day. I got to do it. I'm doing an online refresher course, but I got to set aside three hours to do it. Online refresher course, there's no, as we called her, resuscitating Annie that you'd be breathing into practicing. So how are you going to practice? Uh, well, it's a lot of different things in terms of they teach you what to do when a kid's hurt. It's not the CPR class isn't just, you know, the compressions on the chest right. or hold the nose and tilt and lift and all that. Is it five that's quick a, breaths or three? Uh, I thought it was three. That having been said, that's a very minor part. Like when I did the CPR class, I think it was three years ago, I was in that firehouse room. For six hours. Mm-hmm. That part is a small little part of what the CPR course is all about. I mean, it really is about treating kids with injuries, making sure you do the right thing, having an ice pack with you. It's, you know, um, we went over what the hell is it called? The defibril- uh, defibrillator. Yeah. If I'm pronouncing that right. I think so. How to use that, uh, which is pretty much they say is dummy proof. You just open it up and step one, do this. And don't panic. Just take your steps one by one and do it uh, the way you need to. That was such a small piece of it, but, I mean, you learn it once, you learn it twice, I guess. They're going to show you online. I did with the dummy already, that that part of it. So, yeah, refresher course is fine. Still three hours, though, online, and I'd, you can't fast forward through it. I'd like, say you the, watch it. I'd say the biggest part of that training would just be how to dial 911, get someone else who could really help. You think that's really tough to do, huh? I mean, you do it routinely at your condo association. Well, when I have to report something. When you see something. someone after 9 p.m. walking around. At 2 a.m., someone wandering around a parking lot, they're going to get reported. Oh, I got a flat tire. Call 911. In fairness, the one guy was looking at the Eclipse one night, but I didn't know that. He's only your neighbor. You almost got him arrested. I didn't notice him in the dark, so I thought he was a criminal. You panic-stricken pain in the ass. Well, he should have let me know he's going to be looking at the moon at 2 a.m. We're coming back from the break, and... We're trying to figure out how to get back into this. Oh, I'll do it, Jerry. You ready? Yeah. Jerry, I have a story here from Texas, which has me concerned a little bit because it's a little... I kind of get it in the beginning, but there's a a uh, one small part of it that doesn't make sense to me. So a woman uh, moved into a new home in Texas, and things were not going great. Okay. All right. She had a water pipe that burst in the wall the day she moved in. Oh. That sucks. Then her car got stuck in the mud in the front yard. Then her brand new lawnmower stopped working. And finally, her toilet got clogged. Well, that happens. That'll happen. 
So she decided she didn't want to call out a plumber, and she also did not have a plunger. So she thought, well, let me reach in. Oh, come on. Stop it. And see if I can unclog toilet paper, which she said. Okay. Which she did. She reached in to grab the toilet paper and in the process could not get her arm out of the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Will you stop? Yes. She could not get her arm out of the toilet. She had to call firefighters. Why are people called firefighters for that? I don't know. Like, maybe, she called call the poli- the cops? maybe she called the cops and they called the firefighters. Interesting. But they came over and they had to remove the toilet from the home with her attached to it. Then are they you brought, serious? They brought her and the toilet to the front lawn. Then they had to smash, smash the toilet with uh, like a sledgehammer. Now, I can understand. Now, how would you assume she did that? The toilet's clogged. I would think you put on, like, gloves or something, right? Big dishwasher I hope so. I don't think she had gloves on because her arm got stuck in the toilet because her watch got stuck on something inside there, which means she kept her watch on to go into the toilet. And she literally tried to snake her arm? Yeah. That is disgusting. Yes, very disgusting. Oh, God. It is amazing how plungers work. Have you ever had to use a plunger? Who hasn't? Of course. And it, <laughs> and and you're so relieved when it when it works. When it yeah, because it's not electronic, it's not plugged in anywhere. We it's had, just a plunger. We had one night. This is going back to I would say 1999 or 2000. We were in our townhouse at the time. Well, in two bathrooms, you know, the one upstairs was the full one, the one downstairs was the half one, but when you have people over, you don't want people going upstairs into no, your bathroom you where your not. bedrooms are. And it's, you have a bathroom down here, use that one. So we had six people over. It wasn't that, that big of a deal. And we went out to dinner, came back afterwards uh, for whatever, have drinks or whatever it was. And a friend of mine was in the bathroom for quite a while. The downstairs one? Oh, yeah. Very near everybody? And when I say quite a while, Al, I mean about 30 minutes. Wow. And I'm thinking... Like, is he dead? Like, what happened? Now, he had, now it's funny because Craig's had the problem with the, as he says, fish soup or something. All right. My friend at the that night had tuna. Well, let's just say very quickly that tuna must have been bad because he ended up with a case of the runs like he had never seen before. He went through, and he every time he would get up to come out, he had to sit back down. He went through almost an entire roll of toilet paper, and the last time he jammed up the toilet the, and he couldn't unclog it. Now, there was a plunger in the bathroom. Didn't work. So he comes out literally after 30, might have even been longer, but it was at least 30 minutes. And his girlfriend at the time, who I think I think they broke up the next day. Yes, uh, if it wasn't, it was pretty soon after. Um, she's like, what What are you doing? Where, where have you been? He said, we got to go. He's like, yeah, I'll call you tomorrow. I'm like, all right. So he left. Long story short, my other friend goes in after him. Oh, God. <laughs> he closes the door. He's like, can I please go up? So I'm like, yeah, go ahead. What's the matter? He goes, you don't want to know. I had to. It's my house. Right. Nothing. You know what it's like? It's bad enough when you've got to plunge the toilet for yourself. Yes, that sucks. When it is someone else's releasings. That's vomitous. It is tough to not throw up. Nothing worked. I had to pay Roto and Rooter $250 the next day to come snake the damn toilet. That's got to be the worst job, having to unclog toilets. But you know what? 
God bless them, though, for doing what yes. they do because lifesavers. But, yeah, it's a tough job. It's kind of, It's also like the people that go pick up the porta johns and clean those things yes. out. That is a tough job. Ugh. That's a dirty job, as they say, Jerry, on that. Uh, My, what's the guy's name? Mike, Mike Rowe. Mike Rowe, dirty jobs. Dirty yes. jobs. I have had right. times where when I'm over someone's house, like if it's a relative's house, and they have a bathroom downstairs for people to use, uh, and that rare occasion where I've had to go number two, I will pull someone aside and say, may I use the upstairs bathroom? Really? Yeah. Like if I'm at, if I'm at my sister's house and that's going What's on, your sister's house, right? What would you do at a friend's house? I, like uh, my friend Steve or John or Paul, I would. Are right, you at my house? Uh, your house, I would ask because you, you know my weirdness. You're already aware of my strange. That things. is very true. But somebody brand new person's house, see. That's a tough one. Yeah, that's a tough one. That is a tough one. Interesting. So now uh, I know if you ask to use the upstairs bathroom, that's what I'm doing. Al has to do the evacuation. And if I'm using somebody's bathroom that I'm not familiar with, I flush way more often than normal because I don't want to clog the toilet. So you might hear the toilet flush five times when I'm in there just because I don't know how much toilet paper your toilet can handle. (laughs) That is tremendous. And finally, Jerry, there's an actor named Javier Bardem. Uh, If you saw his face, you would know who he is. He was in uh, No Country for Old Men. The hell is that? Well, it was a very popular movie. Never well, it was an Oscar-worthy um, movie. Don't know who this guy is. Okay. Well, he's um, he what? What is his? Um, I, mean, I know who this guy is. You've seen him before, right? Yes. Let's see uh, movies. He's married to Penelope Cruz, by the way. Is that true? This is what this says. Uh, he Bartim's was in wife. Skyfall. Oh, he was 007. Is is that right? Yeah. Well, I'm glad. Oh, yeah, he's in Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay, I never saw. He's that. popular. Well, I don't know. Him. I've never seen any of these movies. Al Javier is spelled with a J. Yeah, how else would you spell it? H. Shut up. Javier. Uh, Javier Bardem. He says he learned English by listening to ACDC. I don't understand why we don't do that more, actually. Like, why don't we start, like, why don't we start, if we want to learn Spanish, start spinning Spanish music because you really pick it up. Yeah. And you, then after you learn the lyrics to sing it, then learn what what the hell you're saying. Yes, it does make sense. So he's he back in black with those his first. Back in black. <laughs> it's always funny to me when uh, like American singer songwriters um, go over to like Japan and they're singing their songs in English to a bunch of Japanese people who don't understand English. But and they yet know the songs. They're into the songs. We don't have that here, where like a famous Japanese singer comes here and could sell out a stadium. No. I don't know of any international star like that. That would I'm sure there's one out there. I'm sure people will hit us on Twitter. Hey, stupid, this guy can sell out arenas and stadiums. I'm not aware of any of them, of a famous Japanese star or Russian star. Can you think of anybody? No, other than, remember that guy, Sai, who had no. uh, Gangnam Style a few years ago? But that was, he was a YouTube wonder. And he sang in English. And what else did he do? That was all. And that's it. He was, that was also like uh, Soldier Boy. What was that guy's name? He did one song. Yeah. And he was another one, right? Didn't didn't that song get I me? Mean, wasn't that posted on YouTube? That I don't know. I thought that was like a YouTube sensation, and then they signed him to a record deal. He That was the only song he had. And we maybe sh- a second one that was marginally popular, but nothing since. We should be YouTube sensations. We something. don't put any effort in. Oh, we don't put I our stuff on I think if we did YouTube. something, I think we could. I don't know about sensations. I mm. think we could build a uh, build a base. Well, if I, I want to be a sensation, 
if we're going to do I it. I know, but you won't know if you're a sensation until you try. So you build a base, then become a sensation. Yes. I think Psy and Soldier Boy just became sensations. I'm not sure they did. Without because a base. if you look at their previous postings, there were a lot of videos. Oh, there were. Yes. This one finally so hit. I don't know who Psy is. Who's that? Uh, he was a Japanese singer. He sang Gangnam Style. Oh, that's that. I didn't know his name. Yeah, yeah. Got it. I think we just said All that. All right. Yeah. All right, I got to go. Okay, uh, warm-up is next. So, it's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. All right, good Thursday morning to you. What's up, Al? How are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. So, wins last night for the Yankees, who just continue to roll. They bounce right back after that loss. Now they go to Pittsburgh for a weekend series. Pirates just got swept by the Cardinals, so... Uh, we'll see what the Yankees do there. You would expect them to do well. Uh, and the Mets beat the Phillies last night 5-4. to four. A couple of quickies before we get to something you put out last night, which was so true and actually made me smile when I saw it. Um, how about the fact that Travis Darno, who can't stay on the field like ever, gets hurt last night doing what? Attempting to throw out a runner at second base. Why bother at this point? He so- doesn't throw anybody out anyway. I thought he got uh, injured just standing around watching Jose Reyes like <laughs> no, he did the night before. No, but, and how funny was it watching uh, Michael Franco and Vince Velasquez drop that pop-up the night after Reyes dropped the pop-up. So that was kind of funny. And one other thing. They score the runs on the Jay Bruce home run in whatever inning it was, the sixth inning. How about the fact the only reason that the Phillies got out of that inning were because Curtis Granderson and Jose Reyes just happened to be at bat in that inning. Yeah, lucky for them. I Those mean, guys can't Lord, buy the a double hit. play by Granderson and then Reyes, but whatever. Anyway, get to your tweet because I love this from last yeah, night. Yeah, so I, I, I settled in on my couch, Jerry, with my uh, blanket over my legs like I like to do, settling in for a little baseball. And I put on the TV and I see uh, Robert Gazelman on the mound. And I notice there's not a single fan. <laughs> Seated behind home plate. No, it looked awful. There was not a single person. Yeah, the stadium looked awful in general. Then one gentleman came down and sat by himself, solo guy. Right. To the left of uh, on your television screen. And then a little while after that, people started funneling in. Uh, But then I was getting a lot of tweets from people saying that the seven-line subway had broken down right at like 5.30 in the afternoon. It Mm. was not working. It was not going out to the stadium. So there was a problem getting people to the ballpark? I guess, but we use that excuse for everything. Oh, the kids are in school. It was chilly. It was. What's not an excuse is only 22,000 paid tickets. That's horrendous. Why don't we shrink these stadiums down? I actually think City Field is the proper size as opposed to some of them. It's 42,000. When the Met, and, and I do believe when the weather does get warmer and we get into the summer and the Mets are going to be a good team this year, I think we all agree, despite the four-game losing streak, that stadium will be packed. Right now, though, it is, it's cold and ain't no one going. Now, you look across the way, the Yankees had 30,000 tickets sold, but there weren't 30,000 in that park. It's just these nights are not easy to go. Let me ask you this. You actually like baseball. If you saw a forecast like last night, you're going to be in the mid-40s. It's going to be breezy. Would you go sit out there for three hours? No, I was on my couch with a blanket. Right. And you in, watch on the my game, couch, I had a blanket on. Correct. You're not going to – a lot of people won't go sit out there. I won't. The problem is, though, it, it, it takes all of the energy out of the game. It does, yes. So you wonder yourself when you're sitting there on your own couch, why am I watching this? Because See, no I one – I don't do that. I do because – I don't. It's obviously no one's there, so it's not exciting – the uh, the other night, uh, Mets Mets Phillies. I think it was game one. Uh, I forget who it was on the Phillies. Uh, first inning, he hit a home run. Mm-hmm. 
no one made a peep because there was no one to make a sound. And I thought, well, this guy just hit a home run and nothing happened. Like, there was no reaction. The game was at City Field. I get that. Well, there, there was still be no reaction. reaction. All right, but how about when Jay Bruce hits the home run last night? Is there a reaction? There, There is. Okay. There is a reaction. It's the second one, just like the first one. But There's I thought a reaction. there was a great Seinfeld episode where Kramer got a job as a seat filler for the Tonys. Whereas when people would, would have to uh, leave their seats, he would run and fill. I thought what we should have seat fillers at City Field and Yankee Stadium just for those. So uh, you want to hire twenty two thousand people for last night? No, 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 no. Just just for those seats in the back oh, that are on I camera. See. Got it. And you're able well, to move down, and then when um, those people show up, then you you run back to your regular question, seat. Because I don't know the that answer was to this. Serious. At Yan- yeah, I know. At Yankee Stadium, they have the the restaurants that are kind of underneath the stands. I've never sat there. I don't know anything about them. Sushi they have. Do you, are you aware, is that the same thing at City Field? Because you'll turn on a lot of Yankee games, too, where you will not see a lot of people in the lower level. And then you'll see the mezzanine in the upper deck. And there's more people up there than down below. And then what everybody will tell you is those tickets are sold, but people are kind of milling around and enjoying everything that the stadium has to offer. Is that the same at City Maybe. Field with those tickets? Maybe we put the sushi buffet in the, near the Outside. seats. Yes. I agree. So you'll see, you'll see just constantly people like at a buffet. But they're behind home plate. Line, behind <laughs> yeah, home buffet plate. line. Why Robert Gazelman is throwing <laughs> fastballs. By the way, that guy threw it. I'm not one to break down pitches. That guy, every other pitch was a curveball. Was curveball. Yeah, he was good last night too. He really was, and he got out of a couple of jams. And but he, and he can throw in the mid to upper 90s. He feels. I feel like with him and his long hair, he's doing it just to fit in. With the other Met pitchers, I'm pretty sure he had the long hair before he got called up here. Pretty I kind of sure. feel like he was like, mm, DeGrom has long hair, Syndergaard has long hair. Right. Do you I'll think fit he's in with stealing these guys. endorsements from Harvey as well? Not stealing endorsements, right. but I even saw on like page six, they were like, Noah Syndergaard was out at some club with Robert Gazelman. I was like, oh, those two long-haired dudes come rolling into a club. <laughs> at 1030, I saw that. Flowing their hair. <laughs> that must feel weird for you since you have nothing. I have zero. You've got nothing. And then uh, Noah Syndergaard pitches tonight, Jerry. I heard. Now he had uh, blisters. Well, one of his early outings. He's got finger issues. Then he split his fingernails. Yes. Now I read he's going to be wearing fake nails tonight. Fake fingernails. Well, why not? If that gets him back on the mound, right? Women do that all the time, don't they? For when they pitch? Uh, well, I mean, perhaps, but I would think more when they go to the, I mean, you go to a salon, you get your feet done, you go to a pedicurist. Yes. So if you go get, you get manicured too? I haven't, no. Never? One time. Of course you have. So don't say I haven't, no. One time. You have, okay. Uh, when women go get their nails done, sometimes they put the phony nails on. So why not? If this keeps him on the mound and gets him to pitch, great. And if if that's good for the women, it's good for Noah Syndergaard. I picture him showing up on the mound with, uh... Bright red Lee press-on nails. Remember those from the 80s? <laughs> I do, yes. You would just put them on yourself. Did you try those as well? I did not, but um, I did hear Ron Darling talking about that, and he said when he pitched, he sometimes wore fake nails. That doesn't seem legal. Well, it was interesting because they were also talking about, that's fair point, they were talking about R.A. Dickey, too, where he had many issues with his fingernails because with the knuckleball, his nails would split all the time. Perhaps he did. There... In fact, Noah Syndergaard is using the same, I don't know what you call a someone who does nails. Manicurist. I feel like it's got a different, it, like the last part of the name. Does it matter? Well, esthetician or something like that. He That Noah Syndergaard's using R.A. Dickey's manicurist. 
And that interests you. That did it somewhat interest me. Right. I, I retained it to spit it back to you today. That's because you probably jotted it down. I was uh, very focused <laughs> on that whole conversation about Ron Darling wearing fake nails. I another Seinfeld reference in. <laughs> Noah Syndergaard, long hair, fingernails. I mean. This is baseball. This is what baseball is these <laughs> days. This is what we have. And by the way, the Yankees did win last night, and they keep hitting home runs, and that's kind of cool. We'll go through all of that in the morning. We have a couple of other ones for you from the tennis world, which we'll get to in just a moment. Very interesting, too, uh, because of something that this woman did while what happened to her happened. Is that fair? I'm very confused, but I'm very excited to hear that. I am, too. And James Harden beat Russell Westbrook as the Rockets won last night. We're back in a minute. Then Boomer and Carton at 6 on the fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Al and Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFAN. A couple minutes before we get you to Boomer and Carton here at 6 o'clock. Yankees had four home runs, beat the White Sox last night 9-1 to as they just had an outstanding homestand. They go to Pittsburgh now tomorrow. And I'm not going to lie before we move on to what we just teased. Watching the Met game last night, I cannot get Jay Bruce, Jay Bruce, Jay Bruce is on fire. That song, every time I see him hit, and when he hits a home run, I have that to me has gone beyond beat Tom Brady. I don't know why. Is that right, Jerry? Yes. I, I For some reason, it sticks better. I like it better. He hits two home runs, drives in five. Mets end that losing streak. They win five to four. And just quickly with the scores, the Rockets beat the Thunder, the Warriors over the Blazers, Wizards beat the Hawks. Uh, so you got that. And you got the Rangers and Canadians tonight in game five. Serena Williams, very interesting that her rep has confirmed, and I did not even know there were rumors out there, that Serena Williams is pregnant. She Snapchatted a, a photo yesterday where she said uh, 20 weeks along. Yeah. Which then, if you do the math backwards, she was two months uh, pregnant when she won the Australian Open. Amazing. That seems dangerous. You know, I wonder if she even knew at that point. And I don't, I haven't seen that she knew. I mean, a couple of months along, I don't really think, I mean, my wife went through it twice. Your body doesn't change. If I remember in the first six, seven weeks, you don't even re- realize you're pregnant unless. You know, there are reasons to believe that, or you go to the doctor and ask, or you take a pregnancy test. So it's possible she didn't know. I agree with you. That will, that could be dangerous, though they will tell you exercise is very good for the woman and the child, um, you know, while you're going through that. I would use that if I had a, uh, a pregnant wife. I'd say, well, Serena Williams. Well, you are like such if a she pain in the ass. If she didn't, didn't want to do stuff, I'd be like, oh, Serena Williams did win the Australian Open, and she was pregnant. <laughs> if you ever get Imagine married. if you got beat by a pregnant woman, like... You must well, really stink did. at tennis. First of all, I, in my opinion, Serena Williams is the best athlete I have ever seen. That That's just my opinion. Man, woman, I don't care if it's Tiger Woods. Serena Williams has been the most dominant player in my lifetime that I have ever seen. Right. And you know, you're talking about Gretzky and Tiger. There's a lot of people you can put in that category. For me, it's Serena Williams. What she has done has been remarkable. And now you wonder, is it kind of over? Because if she's going to have a child now, well, what type of career does she have going forward? She may not have one anymore, or you know, she might just take a year off. I wonder how she even got pregnant. Insert right into Jesus, there. Bing, bang, boom, you're pregnant. <laughs> oh, I see. That's, that's how. That's pretty it, good. Uh, that's how it works. Description there, uh, Jerry. <laughs> it's nice. Pretty much nailed it, Jerry. Uh huh. Yeah. So uh, she's nice. pregnant, and then uh, Steph Curry, Lord. Jerry. Maybe you should do this. Is she pregnant? Uh, he is well, a man and not out. pregnant. Okay. He's in the playoffs. He has deleted all of his so- social media apps. You know what Good that is? Him. Focus. His Instagram, his Twitter, his Facebook. That's what we call it, Twitter. Well, that's yeah. I think how people how do say you, it. How do you how do you stay woke without it? Good question. Well, he'll get he'll uh, put them back on his phone once the uh, playoffs are over. By the way, you know this boomers in here nice and early. You know what today is? 
Ranger game it's five. Game day. You damn straight game it five. is. Here I might go. just check Craigie into the boards a few times <laughs> Ooh, today like during to the show. That. Right in the corner. To, yeah. Why don't you start that right at six o'clock? Get I this might. thing off and running. We will. But just wait for the cameras are on because then we can have a moment of the day. That'd as well. be awesome. Hmm. That would be awesome. So oh, now, he's in for it today, man. Do we I'm know who you. they play if they win the series? Booms. Not uh, yet? Yes, they will play the winner of the Ottawa Boston series. Nice. And Ottawa is leading Boston three three games to one. They won in Boston last night, one nothing. By the way, we do have our first. Series winner in the uh, NHL. Listen to Boomer and Carton, morning 6 to 10. Beningo and Roberts, middays 10 to 1.